0: Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe, and I am your host every Tuesday evening right here on WNRI ninety nine point nine FM thirteen eighty on the AM dial, and we're talking about real estate. Okay, so um, if you have any questions, uh, you have any thoughts, things you don't, you're not sure of, don't hesitate to. Tune in. You can always reach out to me on, I guess, uh, text 401-409-5030 um, and shoot me your questions. Okay, so we are here tonight. I want to thank our sponsors, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team from Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Uh, John and his team are the go-to lenders for us. We have, uh, they have all different types of products and um, they help our clients out. They help us out with uh, veterans for VA loans, uh, USDA loans, FHA loans, and even reverse mortgages. So that is John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, 401 321 and then, of course, we also have, and our special guest this evening, GMetz Moving in Storage. George Metz is my friend and the owner of the company, 401-383-6399. When you give them a call, please mention our name and that you heard about them here, because they are the number one mover in southern New England, uh, if you are Moving from uh, Westerly, Winsocket, from Rhode Island to Florida, they can take care of all of your moving needs. That's what they do. That's GMET's Moving in Storage, 401 383 6399. And of course, we have Vern Rainville. Now, you know, Vern is one of those guys. I had heard about him. Of course, I heard him. uh, You know, Larry talks about him uh, on his show. And I referred him to some clients. Um, Colleagues of mine have used him. And you know he 's a public insurance adjuster, so he works for you the homeowner, the property owner, not the insurance company so he 's looking out for your best interest and he was a contractor before he was a public insurance adjuster, so he can help you even if your claim if the 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 um, problem okay the issue was up to two years ago so 484-300-8495. That's Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster. Uh, he will take care of you. And, of course, we have our closing and title attorney, beacon, title, and escrow. Anthony Betancourt is the managing partner and Rich Nicholson is the attorney partner. Uh, like all of my partners, they do a really good job of educating our clients. They treat them fairly. They keep them informed so that uh, the chances that you have any questions about anything are virtually nil or zero. Okay. So without further ado, we thanked our sponsors. I want to uh, introduce or not introduce because you hear hear me talk about them every week, but I want to turn the microphone on for George Metz, from GMeth Moving and Storage. George, hello and welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Joe. How's everything? The, everything is awesome. Good, awesome, awesome. good. Thanks for having me again. Always, always yeah. happy to be here.
0: Good, good. So, George, tell me a little bit about what... Uh, you know, we were talking before the show started and the market is different now. And I know the market is different on, on my side as a realtor. Yep. Things are, you know, it's kind of a little bit clunky. Things are moving a little bit more slowly. And it's also different for you. And it was interesting that you used the word different when you just, because that's how it's, it was, it's different. you know, it's just different it's, now. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just different. It's different.
1: Um, things, like you said, are <laughs> happening at a, a little bit slower pace. So for us, it's, um, it's different the way even the customer interacts with us at this point, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it starts potentially with a phone call or an email or the referral over uh, from people like yourself hey, we have this client, they're going to be moving, they're listing their home, they have no idea where they're going, (laughs) they have no idea uh, if their home is ready to sell, if they have a backup home to go to. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about that with um, things that uh, were here and there a few years ago in in writing, Uh, and now it's more of a constant of, in order for me to sell my home, I need a uh, similar home to go to. If Mm -hmm. I'm in a three-bedroom, I need another three-bedroom or larger to go to.
2: Uh,
1: And if we don't have that, this deal falls through or doesn't go through. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, again, that's newer for us to hear. Um, Again... So that has slowed us up, where yeah. we'll have somebody, uh, we'll go out, we'll do a estimate, um, we'll give them everything in writing, and they're calling six months later. Uh, we do our follow-up, we're checking in with them uh, as the whole process is happening, and, you know, on week three, they stop answering. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, maybe they went with another mover, they mm-hmm. chose somebody else. Um, and then month four or five, they call back and they say, hey, the estimate that you gave us four or five months ago, does that still hold true? For us, yes, right. uh, as long as you didn't change five thousand things about it. Yes, but yes, for the most part, mm-hmm. our estimate that you had is still accurate. Right. And then a month after that, they're calling back to book their move. Yeah. So, and that's happening. You know, that was happening six months ago, mm-hmm. uh, and we've only seen it get worse. You know, as of a week ago, right. um, it's it's just different. Yeah. Um, not slower, not any busier than normal, mm-hmm. uh, especially this time of year. But to me, it's just a different market. It's, right. it's uh, different interactions. Mm-hmm. It's completely different questions. Yep. Um, questions that would happen <clears throat> once a month uh, are now happening uh Pretty consistently, what happens if my closing isn't going to be on the 12th, Mm -hmm. Um, but what happens if my stuff is already in storage? What happens uh, if we can't get it on record today, uh, before 4 o'clock, before Mm -hmm. the town hall closes, uh, before 2 o'clock? What happens then? Those are the questions that we've always told everybody to ask, but they're getting asked much quicker, Mm -hmm. much sooner in the process than ever before. Yeah and I don't think it's from me educating I'm, I mean I can hope so right. but I don't think it's for me educating all these people uh, because again it's it's more questions of that mm-hmm. um, how long can we have it in storage um, before there's a charge, right? Because right. we have our own storage facility. Mm-hmm. So normally, we're telling people within two weeks. If you're in and out within two weeks, we won't charge you a penny more for storage, or won't charge you so, a penny at all.
0: Okay, folks. That, so that is something that's very significant because there are a lot of other movers out there. In particular, if you call companies that like these, you know, national moving companies, right. you get nickel and dimed. Oh, yeah. And you get charged for storage. And I I, I can't believe up to two weeks. I, I was figuring a day or two. Right.
1: Wow. For, for us, so, so a day or two, to me, you're staying on the truck. And right. there is a truck holding fee. Mm-hmm.
0: You're,
2: on,
1: you're on a vehicle. It's cheaper sometimes for the truck holding fee than the labor to offload and reload a vehicle. Okay. Anything after two days, three days... It's way more efficient, mm-hmm. way more cost effective yep. to just have us offload it in a holding zone in our warehouse mm-hmm. to then load you up, a f- you know, five days, six days later, and get you back in the truck yep. to your home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then again, you're not getting charged with us for those two weeks, up to two weeks of storage. Right after that, again, you could get prorated for the remainder of the month mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But we're working with you, and yeah. we're working with you know the clients of both sides. Yeah, uh, because again. It happens where literally we've had stuff on the truck and we're on the way to deliver. And they mm-hmm. say, uh, something happened. We can't go there
2: Yeah,
1: uh, in the middle of the move. Yep. Uh, so, wow. and again, it was, they couldn't get it on record. So it had to, yeah. and it was a, I think a Thursday closing with a holiday or something yeah. the following day. Right. So it threw everything off. Yeah. Um, so we had to hold this stuff till Monday, but we worked it out where there was no additional costs mm-hmm. accrued. So. When it comes to that, we're ready to work with everybody that's out there. Yeah. And, and again, I know some of it is also moving on a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, when you don't understand all of the parts and pieces that are unknown, especially now, right. it, it throws you off a little. Um, yep. So you want to be prepared to have uh, and do what you can Um to really just get dates and all the information you can from your real estate agents, your yeah. mortgage people, uh, knowing what's going into it mm-hmm. so you can educate mm-hmm. the other people that are in the transaction uh, from your movers to the roofers, the floor guys. You wanna make sure that they know what's going on too. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you need a new uh, roof on it, but that's part of the contingency of the selling process. Mm-hmm. And you wanna get it scheduled pretty quickly, yep. you have to know when you're actually owning the house as well.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And then some you know, sometimes there are things, um, you know, we were talking about how things are different and people are taking in my case buyers. I have an abundance of buyers and I know they're actively looking and they're all pre approved because I see in their portal that they're looking at the houses that I send them. Yep. But they're they're taking time and, and it's actually in one sense. You know, it's good because people, you're buying a house and they're being a little bit more pragmatic and yep. thoughtful when they're looking at houses and they're not rushing in. And I have, you know, one particular uh, uh, first-time home buyer, you know, we've looked at a lot of houses and, you know, he actually, he had put offers in on a house that I wasn't too happy about because I didn't like the house. I didn't think it was good, but it was, it's his money. So right. we put the offer in. The deal we didn't go through. They didn't accept his offer. And then there are other houses that, you know, he and his wife are being very circumspect and thoughtful. And you know what? That is a nice house. It's in a good neighborhood. But because of this and that, we don't want. So they're taking their time. They're, being, they're preparing right. themselves or it's, educating themselves, which I think is good, right. you know, and bringing back around to moving. What are some things? So if you have buyers, do you have... Um, or I'm sure you, you have things like that you, the buyers can do to kind of prepare themselves yep. for a move. I mean, I have yep. you know, mailers I say, oh, you know, as far as packing with boxes yep. and things like that. But what, do you, what would you advise folks? So if someone's going to be you know, closing on a house in a month or they haven't identified the house in maybe two or three right. months, what should they start doing now?
1: So I would say as soon as, even as, as a buyer, mm-hmm. uh, first-time buyer, second-time buyer, fifth-time buyer. If, if you're a buyer and you don't have a house to sell, you're in a better position right? in a way, mm-hmm. right? So you're on a month-to-month lease because you've been there for five years and yep. you have a great relationship with the leasing agent. And they're like, yeah, we'll put you on a month-to-month for at least six months. And then after that, you got to do something, right? right? So the things that you have to start doing then, one, I always tell everybody, purge what you don't need. Mm-hmm. The craziest part is everybody purges when they're done at the move. When oh, they yeah. when, when they move in, they purge then, right? It's Right <laughs> yes. now, I have eight pots and pans in my yeah. uh, cupboard. Me personally, I don't use them. My wife uses them. Right. But for me, I would purge all of them and then should buy a new set. Yeah. But other people will take all eight of those pots and pans, yep. all, all the set. They'll bring them to their new location. And they might have had, again, two deep size, um cabinets mm-hmm. or, or cupboards that they were using. They get to their new house. They have two cupboards that are the same depth but completely different because they're much newer. Right. right? So it has three drawers instead of two with a door and you can only fit one set of pots and pans. Yeah. Now you get rid of everything. You're giving it away, you're selling it, you're doing whatever you can but you're doing that at the end of your move Mm -hmm. where it just costs you you know, minimal to move one box but when you multiply that by every room in your house at five boxes a room Mm -hmm. of just unwanted stuff you're looking at a few hours worth of time for somebody to move it, whether it's the home buyer or mm-hmm. seller that's saying, you know, what? I'll just move the boxes myself. Let me hire the professionals to move the bigger stuff. Yeah. Great way to do it. Mm-hmm. If you're able to move the boxes yourself. Yeah. If you have to go and rent the truck, don't do it. Yeah. If you have a pickup truck or a van or a Jeep or some sort of cargo shipping type Hi. of vehicle. <clears throat> yeah. Take three or four trips. Yeah. If it's more than five trips. I mean, gas prices are expensive. Yeah, so, exactly. So, eight trips back and forth. Mm-hmm. Is it really worth your time to do eight trips back and forth with right. five boxes at a time?
0: Yeah. Probably not. And the thing is, too, what people... Excuse me. What I don't... What I try to tell people is you have to think about things like the eventuality. Like, oh, you know, you're know, you carrying the box of dishes and the box rips open. Right. Right. Okay, now you've got to buy a new set of dishes. Right. And And again, I mean, some
1: of it... Some of the stuff that we see, again, to minimize on, it's really the the day-to-day stuff that you never use, Right. right? I mean, we moved a client probably five years ago into their location. We just recently moved them again. And we're moving boxes that we packed that have GMETs moving. The tape is still on it. The inventory stick is still mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And if I asked the guys who were on the job then, it was probably in the same spot where they left it. Yeah. Yep. So at that point, five years ago, you don't know what's in the box. At this point, throw it out. Yeah. Send it to a yard sale. Exactly. Yeah. Give it to somebody to sell for you. Right. You're not using it. Mm-hmm. We were happy with moving it again. It was yeah. You know, a great thing to see. Everything's still in the same exact spot. Yeah. Definitely odd, right? It was right. it was they never touched that side of the basement. But it was one of those things where get rid of it. Yeah. You paid us five years ago to move it then. You're paying us five years later to move it now. And maybe we'll see you in another five years to move it. Mm -hmm. 15 years, stuff sat in a box. You don't need it anymore.
2: That's right.
1: Um, So, again, I I always say, look at what you have. If you can get rid of stuff, great. It is going to definitely help the process. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other things to do to try to keep the moving cost itself low is be honest with the people that you're talking to when you're booking your move. Mm -hmm. Because what we have seen here and there, not as consistent, but one Labor is expensive
2: nowadays.
1: No matter where you go, labor is expensive. And when you have um, people showing up to your home and we're going in and we're doing the walkthrough Mm -hmm. or you're calling and you're talking to the booking specialist that we have and they're booking your move and you don't tell them the truth. And we say, okay, this job seems like a two guy job, six hours. And then those two guys get there. And it's another two rooms, and they forgot to tell us about the bonus room, or mm-hmm. they didn't tell us about the huge uh, double door shed in the back that has all of their boxes mm-hmm. um, that they were storing out of the way so you can show a clean house. And there's 100 boxes in there, and we send two guys because they forgot about them. Those are the things that are going to throw off anybody's estimate. Sure. So just be honest with your mover, moving company that you're talking to of what you actually have and what yeah. you need. Because it might seem expensive for two, from a two-man job to a three-man job, but the efficiency is where you save the money. Right. So, just be honest. Yeah. Tell us what you have in, mm-hmm. in any company that you're talking to. Be honest. Tell them it's a second floor. Yeah. Tell them that you know you have you're on the first floor, but there's eight stairs to get to the first right. floor, or you're parking on the main road. We don't have a, a driveway, so. You know, in you gotta, certain- carry yep. right. Right. You gotta carry everything across the grass. Right, gotta carry everything across the grass. You know, you can't set up walk boards because you're in um, a public uh, crosswalk or mm-hmm. there's um, sidewalks that we can't block. So just be just be open and upfront and honest because that will help us <clears throat> really factor how many guys you need, yeah. What size truck you need,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it makes it efficient. Um, and like I said about moving the boxes, if you can do it yourself, great. If you yeah. can't, the, the second best thing is get them into one room mm-hmm. or one location. Yeah. And then label it on the side of the box saying kitchen, living room, bedroom, mm-hmm. dining room, bathroom, second guest room, uh, the purple room, the blue room. Whatever yeah. room it's going to, just label it. Um, and then have, if you can, and space allows, at your destination, have one area for all of them to go again. Mm-hmm. So now... That does two things. One, it eliminates us having to run around throughout the whole house to get the boxes. So that saves time. Yeah. Two, on the opposite side, it shows, again, new prospective buyers of that property that it isn't cluttered. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, doing a walkthrough, trying to walk around boxes uh, yeah. and doing all of that is sometimes horrible mm-hmm. and sometimes dangerous for the clients, yeah, right? Yeah. A- on both sides and even the belongings, mm-hmm. right? Um, you have something half packed and there's a walkthrough done later that day and it's fragile and it just tips over because somebody came too close. Horrible accident to happen, but I'm confident it's happened. Yeah. 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 Um, so one, if you're doing that, you're allowing the house to, to be viewable. Mm-hmm. Two, when you get to your destination and we set it up that way, you actually have space to live in your house. Yeah. So you're not in your living room sitting less on stress, your... Less stress, exactly. Right, less stress. You, you don't have to have the 15 boxes in your living room. Yeah. Well, at the end of the move, all you want to do is sit down on your couch, watch TV for 15 minutes... And then worry about what you have to unpack tomorrow. Uh, But at least they're not in every room of your house. Mm -hmm. When you walk from your living room to your kitchen, you're not seeing another 20 boxes. And then you're walking through your living room to get to your uh, bedroom area. And you're passing boxes in the hallway.
0: And and I just want to interrupt for a second because this is something, folks, in a perfect situation where there are no surprises with your home sale or purchase, it's stressful. So something like having the boxes labeled and put in the appropriate rooms when you're in your new home makes life a lot less stressful and you know as opposed to just having a bunch of unlabeled boxes all dropped in the garage and then you have to go through them yeah. and then bring everything through so a little bit of planning on the front end Saved saves a lot of a lot backache
1: of, and headache <laughs> exactly
0: backache <laughs> and headache and frustration and stress and the other thing is you know don't move yourself because you know, if most of us that are buying and selling houses, okay, homebuyers, first-time home buyers are typically between 30 and 35 years old, sometimes younger. But you don't want to have to buy beer and pizza for your friends to help you move because all it takes is for one of them to slip and get yep. hurt or somebody, you know, drops something, puts a hole in the wall, damages a floor. That's going to cost a lot more than the cost of an entire move.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and you know, the other thing, too, is friendships, from what I have seen... At a certain age, you stop being the friend that you call. You, you stop having friends that you call to help you move. Right. 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 College, it's fun. Yeah. Right. Uh, during that time frame, again, right up until about probably 25, 26. That's it. You, you're, moving on, you, you're, you're moving on your own. Right. Unless you're buying a house and then refurnishing all of it and mm-hmm. all you're taking are your clothes and some personal effects. You right. don't have much to go along with it. Great. Yeah. But for the most part... I mean, after that college age, again, maybe to 25, 26 years old, yeah, you could still have fun with doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could grab the pizza, grab the beer, and have a great time. But after that, you're not calling the same guys to come and help you move. No. Uh, it loses its, it's fun, right? Yeah. Um,
0: and people can, you can get injured.
1: I mean, when, when you, you get start getting,
0: it, you know, you're in college, you know, okay, maybe you're still in shape, you're working out, whatever. But when you start getting 25, 30, people are not in shape, for the most no. part. Just look around at society. Yeah. And you can get hurt. And, you know, I had a client. He, you know, pulled his bicep muscle trying to move himself, and he was out of work for two months. Right. So how much did that move cost him?
1: More than what it would have if he just called. Exactly. And, and again, the two, the, the biggest thing is at that point you're moving into a home. Right. As you're in, if, if one of your friends trips and falls, hurts himself, one, you're going to feel horrible. Mm-hmm. Two, how, how does that work with insurance at that point? Because exactly. has it been has it even been put to record yet at that point, mm-hmm. right? If, if something happens just to them physically, <coughs> you're going to feel horrible. Yeah. All you can do at that point is make them some chicken soup, yeah. hope they feel better, and say, hey, I'll, I'll be by next week to, to fluff your pillow for you because right. you're stuck in bed. Yep. Um, those are things you don't want to happen. And then when you hire the right company, God forbid that does happen. If you're hiring a licensed mover, they're going to have insurance to cover that. So you right. don't have to worry about... Obviously, you're worried about somebody falls and hurts themselves. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to financially worry about the person falling right. and hurting themselves.
0: And, that, and that's the thing, too, folks. You know, when you hire a company that's licensed and insured and their their workers are employees, they're not pick guys they just called in off of Craigslist. No, no. You know, um, the chances that something is going to happen are really reduced and in the event something does happen oh you know they they drop something and it scratches the hardwood floor they have insurance to cover that to
1: take care of it. also for us we work with local people to repair it first right because insurance doesn't work for anybody let's be honest yeah right Right. insurance is a what if scenario and the worst part is for a what if is one we can scratch a floor and i can send out a repair guy Mm -hmm. at you know two hundred dollars to fix the floor well, if not, I we put in a claim. My claim adjuster comes back. Your claim adjuster comes back. And they say, well, it's under $1,000 or it's $1,000. Well, that's what my deductible is. So right. now now I'm paying somebody to come in and do that anyway.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then it looks bad on my insurance record mm-hmm. of having a claim that was yep. under minimum. Yeah. So now my rate goes up for no reason exactly. because they didn't pay out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying out of pocket anyway, so I'd rather use the local repair guy Mm -hmm. that one is giving him money in his pocket, helping his business, and then we, in return, help him when he has bigger pieces that have to go back to his shop. So we all work together, and at the end of the day, the customer is much happier Mm -hmm. to have the piece of furniture or the the wood floor (coughs) repaired than getting some money back and still having to see it every day. Right. Um, so, again, we're working with some of the best in the industry when it comes to repairing it uh, on the wood side. When it comes right. to painters and uh, wall repairs and the normal nicks and chips of a move, mm-hmm. we have people that fix it. Yeah. Um, and, again, we're prepared to do it. We mm-hmm. we want to have a satisfied customer at the <laughs> end of the day. We don't want somebody going back to you or one of our other referral partners saying, do you believe that they, they, they gypped us out on this? Right. And it, at the end of the day... Much easier for us to send out a repair guy or, or do a little bit of repair uh, relationship control at the end of it than just to say, sorry, see you later. Um, yep. You know, I am, I am a fourth generation mover, been doing this my entire life. Uh, this February will actually be 13 years in business wow. on my own. And it's like, where, where did that happen? Yeah. And I'm sure there's some customers out there over those 13 years that felt as though we didn't. Treat them right. Or yeah. we, didn't, we didn't do everything we could. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, when it comes to moving in insurance, insurance is $0.60 cents a pound per article damaged. That's what it is. That's standard wow. insurance across the board. Yeah. Everybody who's licensed has to carry that as a minimum. Now, the add-on insurance to that is um, $95 per $10,000 of value you want to put on your belongings. For additional insurance. Mm -hmm. Well, for that client, there's a $500 deductible at that point. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that $10,000 is only set to cover certain items. So the remainder of your belongings
2: Mm -hmm. are
1: open to all the damage that they could take plus some with no payout because now you're opting to a specific insurance. Mm-hmm. So now your $10,000 of value coverage, you have to have 10, 20, 30. However much uh, value you have in your belongings, mm-hmm. you have to insure it for the entire move. So now you're adding on. Yep. Right. right. And I tell people unless you're moving long distance, if you're doing a one socket to Cumberland move mm-hmm. or you're going from Cumberland down to South Kingston, Yes, the the distance is much bigger, mm-hmm. but we're not moving you from here to Florida or right. Arizona. Or Those are where we say, you know what? The roads are bumpy. Yeah. We're doing everything we can to safely be- pack your belongings. Mm-hmm. But if you don't pack the, the dishes the right way in the box going from here to South Kingston, not that big of a deal. It should make it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You pack that box the same way from here to South Carolina, your dishes are destroyed. Yeah. Not because of the driver, not because of the uh, the equipment, right. because of the roads. Yeah. So, um, again, with us, we would rather work with a repair guy mm-hmm. than have to go through that process. Yeah. And especially on a local move, it isn't needed, mm-hmm. but those are the options. And, again, some people aren't happy with the $0.60. Cents. Yeah. Of course they wouldn't be. But yeah. we've done everything we could to always say... This is what insurance would give. Mm-hmm. We are more than happy and willing to provide X, Y, and Z with the repair or with something else. Or, you know, we'll help you out on your next move, and we're always ready to work with them. And, again, we wouldn't be here if we were doing horrible work, right? Exactly. Um, so, to me, we stand by what we do, whether mm-hmm. it's good, bad, or indifferent, but yep. we're always ready to make the customer happy. Yeah. And I think that's sometimes a huge difference of who you deal with mm-hmm. or, again, you said at Craigslist, I mean, I'm sure there's some good guys out there that can figure out how to get a couch up mm-hmm. a second floor to a third floor. Right. Um, but if it's raining, are they showing up in a pickup truck still? Right. Or did your did the price that they quoted you at, $300 to move your entire house, go up because they had to go out and get a rental truck for the day? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so those are the things that you have to worry about Yeah. when hiring somebody that's not licensed or insured.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, realistically, as the consumer... Yeah. You have no legal ramifications against that, uh, I'm doing this in air quotes, that right. company. Yep. Uh, because if they're not licensed, the believe it or not, the Public Utilities Commission mm-hmm. cannot hold them to anything. Right. Because they're not licensed.
0: Yeah. And then, now wh- I wonder what would happen. This would probably be a uh, question for an insurance guy. But if yet someone like that, that was not insured, yep. um, did damage something... Or got hurt. I mean, that would go against your homeowner's policy. That would go right?
1: against your homeowner's policy. Yeah. So, so if you're if you're hiring the uh, here today gone tomorrow mover, right? Or they here for six months and gone three days later because they had a bad claim, mm-hmm. uh, and they just disappear. They, you know, uh, I don't know. Let me, uh, you know, guitar mover down the road. Uh, is deciding that they're going to mess somebody's stuff up, Mm -hmm. well, they're going to disappear for a month or two, and they're going to come back as ABC um, XYZ moving company with a new name and a new phone number, but it's the same people. And there's nothing, Mm -hmm. as the consumer, you can do. So if... You have a company that shows up, they're not licensed, they're not insured, and they get damaged on your, they they damage something on your property, the likelihood of them being able to fix it and repair it properly m- may not be as great as hiring a professional. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they do. Again, I, I don't want to badmouth these people. I don't know who they are. Right. Um, or if they are doing that or not. Yeah. But if they, God forbid, one of their people got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to sue somebody, and they're gonna be suing the homeowner Mm -hmm. if they don't have the proper insurance.
2: Right,
1: Uh, workman's comp, uh, general liability.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I just looked at all this because we were just renewing our license, so I just had to look at all of our insurance to submit it again. Yeah, it's that time of year, right? Yeah, so we we know that that is out there, and that's that is happening. But just be prepared, right? Yeah. When when you're calling people, when you're looking around for the best price, take a few things into consideration with that. Mm-hmm. This price seems so good to be true, how could it be? Right. Right? So think that way. And then also when you're doing it, again, I, I can't stress enough, be honest with the people that you're talking to mm-hmm. so you can get an accurate quote. And then how can you compare uh price to price? Right. You have to compare in a way almost compare how you were treated from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So a combination of how you were treated, and again, if it's a local move, it's an hourly rate. And you're looking at our hourly rate versus somebody else and uh, another professional, Mm -hmm. and then you call, oh, my friend just moved. He used this guy over here. I don't know if he's licensed or not, but they showed up. They did a great job. Right. Well, when you compare the three, and two are very close in price within yeah. ten, fifteen bucks of each other. And the next guy is thirty, forty dollars lower. Yeah. he's not insured, right. He's not licensed. He doesn't have to pay the same overhead. Mm-hmm. That's great for you as the consumer, if nothing if that, goes wrong
0: exactly in a perfect world where but we don't live in a perfect world no. and things happen. And you know it's especially we're talking about just furniture, quote unquote. And if you have something like musical instruments, mm-hmm. works of art, you know, or or furniture that has you know sentimental or historic value, okay. you know I mean you know you moved my parents I mean yep. they had like a, a piano and you know furniture that was <clears throat> you know a desk that was Abraham Lincoln stuff like that you don't want to you know cut corners on moving because somebody drops a hundred and fifty year old piece of furniture it's it's, it's splinters <laughs> it's, toast. it's dust exactly it's <laughs> dust you know and so think about that when when you're you know preparing to move if you have i mean i guess guess maybe if you just have cheap furniture and you don't care about it but yeah. you know if there's anything of value there sentimental um you know monetary or otherwise it's well worth calling a licensed insured experienced professional mover right. because you're you know you're going to it's like an, an insurance policy you're protecting right. your belongings
1: right you're pre- when you hire a professional you are taking, in my mind, you should be taking the stress out of everything yeah. logistically about your move. The only stressor that you should have at that point is, what time should I open my door? Yep. Should I have my heat on or should I not have my heat on in the winter? <laughs> what What should I be doing to prepare for the move? Should yep. I Should I have an extra box of ice melt? Yes, because you don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um should you have the heat on your house full blast? no, 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 just set it to the normal temperature, yeah, and that's about it, mm-hmm. because other than that, yes, your door is gonna be opening and shutting, if not, it's gonna be open as consistently <laughs> as possible, yeah, um, or certain things are getting done, so this time of year, the movers might come in and leave the door shut for a half hour, but they're padding all of your belongings before everything leaves the house, exactly, um, so the door is shut, yep. and then. They might take two rooms out of the house mm-hmm. and, uh... Get the door shut again, go load the truck accordingly, and then head back into the house to do more. Um, So, again, having that conversation even when the movers show up or Mm -hmm. um, as you're starting to prepare your move and you're talking to that professional, uh, again, if it's us or somebody else, and they're not giving you that information or or what's going to happen or what to expect or they can't answer your question or you get the best one is my favorite, we'll call you back with an answer, and then the client is calling back three days later saying, Hey, the, um... I never got a call back for this yeah, right. answer. Right. right. If, if those are the answers you're getting from your movers, <coughs> you're probably calling the wrong people.
0: Yep, <laughs> exactly. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 AM. And we have our special guest tonight, George Metz from G GMetz Moving and Storage. And we're talking about moving, things you should do to uh, prepare yourself, your home for moving, whether you're buying or selling. And the benefits to using a professional mover That has employees that are going to be carrying your belongings, just like GMET's moving in storage. Their phone number, 401-383-6399. That's the number, and I believe Ray will answer the phone. So mention the Joe Luca Real Estate Show when you call, because they can help you whether you're moving from one house to another house, whether you need to move furniture from one end of the house to another house, or even put it in storage because you're having work done in your house. GMET's moving, and the operative part is and storage. They can help you out. So four oh one three eighty three six three nine nine. And I know, you know, we've even had clients that uh they've helped moving to like out of state. So yep. they can help you whether you're moving one town over or, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles away they yep. can hook you up.
1: We've uh furthest we've gone west at this point <coughs> is uh Washington State. Wow. Uh, went the whole way. Uh actually that one was a return trip. So okay. that, so that one, uh, you want to talk about nightmares for these people. I, I felt very bad. Again, they were in their mid-30s mm-hmm. to early 40s. I would say mid-30s. Um, they had a child on the way and a three-year-old. Um, they moved out there probably five, six years ago. Uh, they moved out on their own because why wouldn't they? Right? right, They just packed up their cars and we're out of here, uh, which was great for them. So they hired a company. Um, They hired a company. The move date was set. And we get a call at the office. Ray calls me around 430. Hey, uh, dumb question, but somebody just called from Washington State. And they want to move and they want to know if we could do it tomorrow. I'm like, we can't even get there tomorrow. <laughs> right, no right. way. Um, even if we wanted to, we couldn't. So we ended up talking to the people, and what happened was the movers that they paid a deposit to didn't show up on their closing day. So now I'm talking with the clients out there, and I'm like, listen, if, if the movers don't show up, get your stuff out of the home, get it to storage. We gave them a quote over the phone, at first, Well, uh, a starting conversation over the phone, mm-hmm. and then it went to a uh, Zoom Phone call meeting type of thing where we did a full walkthrough with them all yep. over the Zoom to see what they had. And at that point, it was, how can we get out there to help these people? Yep. Um, and literally, it was a flight three days later. We had a crew out there loading them um, out of storage, had their belongings back to them before their closing happened in Massachusetts. Wow. So they... It happens where they even gave a a pretty healthy deposit that they were fighting for with that company. Yeah, And they're like, what can we do? And I'm like, well, here's the thing. you got to look over your contract because, again, they were doing a much bigger, you know, long-distance cross-country move. Yeah. Uh, Completely different than going from Cranston to Cranston or, Mm -hmm. again, Woonsocket to Cumberland. Right. Uh, Completely different type of thing. So there was a few things in their contract that, would allow them legally to get all of their money back. Um, they're still fighting as far as I know today really? to get their deposit back. Wow! And some of it was just as simple as when on a long distance move, there is a pickup window and a delivery window. And on the delivery side, there's most of the time a little small disclaimer that it could take up to a month. To have your your product delivered back to you. Mm-hmm. So even though you have a shipment date of the 15th yep. uh, for the destination, it could be another 30 days after the 15th wow. or more in some cases. So on their case in their contract, it said they had between the Monday and Wednesday for that company to, to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, but as it got closer... On Monday, they got a call saying, hey, uh, unfortunately, we won't be there till Tuesday afternoon. And then Tuesday afternoon came and went. And then Tuesday evening, oh, we're going to be there midday on Wednesday. And because he, they kept saying, okay, not a problem, okay, not a problem, it kept pushing their window of pickup back days. Oh, okay. So because of them saying okay, ultimately it allowed that company an extra five days yeah. to pick up their belongings. So because the the homeowner moved their belongings on their own mm-hmm. it voided the contract. And it voided the contract in their favor is okay. what the company is trying to say. Oh wow. Not in the consumer's favor. So you have to you have to understand what goes into this. Yeah. And and unfortunately for the consumers it is still very unfair mm-hmm. for the consumers in a lot of the transportation rules and regulations. It's still a very old and antiquated law system yep. that are revolves around the transportation industry. Um, so if you get the guys that have been doing this for 50, 60 years mm-hmm. that know every loophole in the book because they haven't changed right. in that long, <laughs> you might be one of those customers that get got. I yeah. hate to say it that way.
2: Yeah,
1: um,
0: and, and, and the thing is, folks, this is one of those... I mean, think about this for a minute. So, I mean, I don't know how... What do they put? One, two, three, maybe $4,000 deposit if it was a big deposit? It was, it was
1: a big deposit. Okay. It was a if, big deposit.
0: If it were a $10,000 deposit. Right. Okay, and you have to fight to get that back. If you have to hire an attorney... Yeah. The attorney's going to cost money. That's going to eat away at that $10,000. So, if, if maybe if you have to spend $2,500 for the attorney, now it use good movers, right. it just saves the, you know, the, we have a saying, you know, the acid factor in your stomach. Yep. You know, you don't want to just work with good people and it's the old thing pay them a fair amount of money to right. get the job done the right and, way. And
1: again, the biggest thing is, it's, I, I've said this for years and I know we go back probably all 13 of them that right. have been in business, if not a little bit more than that. Yep. I've always said it, it's moving in, in really any service industry. It's not like buying a TV, no. right? You can't walk into the big box store and say, "Wow, I really like the TV on the left. It has a much sharper picture." Yeah, it's twenty bucks more, but wow, look at that picture! Mm-hmm. Service industry, you can't do that. No. You can't say, "Oh, that look at that company. It's an it's a nice shiny truck yes. and it looks great." Well, that's great, great for them, but just because the the shiny truck is is a a nice shiny truck doesn't mean the guys that are in it are as shiny as that vehicle exactly Right. yeah and again not saying that that's a bad thing mm-hmm. just in general you have to have a good understanding of when you're talking to the people yeah if if they are not answering the right way mm-hmm. or if you're doing a long distance move point blank i don't care who's a broker out there stay away from brokers and moving because that's so now where how the problem would is.
0: someone identify like if i'm a if i'm you know joe schmo yep and I go look for cross-country movers. Yep. That's what I search in Google. Yep. How do I know I'm working with a broker?
1: So you won't unless you ask.
0: Okay. And
1: then and for, for a general standard, mm-hmm. right? Um, the best way to tell is when you go to their website or you're talking with them and they don't come out to give you an estimate. If they're not physically coming to your location mm-hmm. to take a look at it, they're a broker out of Florida, mm-hmm. California, Texas. They have a 401 number, or they have a 508 number, or they have a 617 number. Yeah. So they're local to you by the way they're calling you and the way they're communicating mm-hmm. with you. But then you start to look them up, and it's, oh, they're out of Florida. okay. They don't set up an estimate. They have you send them how many pounds of belongings you have. How do you know as a consumer? You don't. So wow. yeah. so that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. So when you're giving them a full laundry list of the belongings you have and you're going over state lines,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a professional estimator should be coming up. Yeah. And if, if somebody isn't showing up to your door and you can't shake their hand or if you're still giving elbows because you're afraid of what's going on in the world – If you can't do that with a salesperson or or, uh, an estimating specialist, Mm -hmm. don't even waste your time with talking with them. Because what's going to happen is, and this has happened to other clients or clients that have turned into our clients, um, moving from here to Florida or from Florida back to here. They'll get this estimate from, um, again, a broker. Yep, that broker then subs it out to the local moving company in Florida and mm-hmm. that Florida company is going to take it maybe to Georgia or North Carolina and then another company is going to pick it up in North Carolina or Georgia and drive so it So
0: all your belongings have moved from truck 1 to truck 2
1: to truck 3 and 4 Holy just crap. to get it from South, uh, from Florida yeah. To Rhode Island, it might switch hands three times. You might get lucky, and it might only switch twice if you're using a broker. Yeah. But the problem with that is you're getting a price from the people who are not doing the job.
0: And they're never touching the furniture. And
1: they're never touching the furniture. So now um, they hire, again, that trucking company. Uh, ABC Movers show up, mm-hmm. and it's more than what was said. And now, all of a sudden, that price that you got that seemed great to move you from Florida to Rhode Island um, at Mm $3,000 for a five-bedroom home sounds unrealistic because it is. Right. Um, You get this $3,857 price. And the movers show up, and they load up all your stuff. And you get a call within a half hour to an hour saying that, oh, we're very sorry, but the estimate was a little off. You owe us an additional $2,000.
0: And meanwhile, your stuff is already on the truck.
1: Already on the truck. You're not getting it back. And you've already given a deposit, right? So you've already given a deposit for the broker of up to 40%. So you're you're a $3,000 move. You've given a a, a, a 40% deposit. Yep. Now you're getting the phone call an hour after they just left your home saying, We're very sorry. The estimate we gave you is a little bit more than what we thought. It's an extra $2,000. That truck continues to drive down the road because you gave them a little bit more of the ransom payment, <clears throat> and they're continuing on down the road, and it gets to the second hub location or mm-hmm. first, the first stop because that, that company that loaded you is only bringing you to, again, North Carolina or Georgia.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that second company loads up the truck, and they give the broker a call, and they say, hey, Tom, um, this load that you said was 6,000 pounds is really eight. Uh, we need more money. Well, where is that money coming from? The customer. So now they're getting another call. Hey, you owe us more money or else we cannot continue the trip. Mm -hmm. And that happens the rest of the way. Uh, So if you get lucky and you're only with a broker that has two or three companies on the East Coast, you hope it only touches two. Um, And then that's where, again, you hear about damage. You Mm -hmm. hear about Uh, The move taking two weeks longer than what they estimated. Uh, Boxes were open. uh, Items were missing. Again, do I think... Me personally, I like to believe that no one's stealing the stuff. It's just getting left on a loading dock off to the side. And a box that was somewhat crushed, that just had books in it, is now sitting on some truck terminal between your old location and your new one. Um, So those are the things best way to, to do is ask because if if you're are you a broker are you a broker so, are, yeah. are you subbing this out yep legally they have no choice but to tell you yes or no
2: mm-hmm.
1: they, they they're supposed to be telling you yes or no i am a broker or no i am not yep um it's what they're supposed to do are they doing it? i don't know we're not a broker That's, right, right. Uh, and we don't deal with brokers yep. right we've had brokers call us hey do you want to be our rep <laughs> in the northeast no, only because of all the bad stuff i've heard about it, yeah, i don't want to be involved with that, <laughs> yeah, so right. and, and it could be great work, and it could be consistent, and they could be upfront and honest, I don't know, but i don't want yeah. to risk it,
2: yeah,
1: um so it is out there, and unfortunately, people um get fooled with it mm-hmm. um, if somebody's asking for forty percent to book your move, that's way too much, yeah where if you're booking a long distance move with us, you're not paying any deposit. Um, up until a week before, mm-hmm. and at that point, you're giving ten percent. Yeah, but it's the week before your move. Yeah, it's not. It's not a month before. It's not the day you call. It's and that's just long distance. If mm-hmm. you're a local, we don't have a deposit because we know that things change. Yeah, and we're we're not giving it a deposit because we want your business in the future. Yep. Oh, my date changed. Uh, we'll call you back in a month. Mm-hmm. Three months later, they call back and their our rate is the same because they locked in because they were a customer yeah so if if there was a rate change for us they're locked in they booked with us two months ago mm-hmm. but they're back now
2: yeah because
1: they had the change something yep. fell through uh again things change the house that they were going to buy uh is no longer for sale because right. that seller doesn't have an adequate home to move to yeah um so it's the domino effects and with again we've seen that a lot more um of that lately um, but again, it's being flexible, right? Mm-hmm. It's, we know for us, we, we're looking at a client to be a lifelong client of ours, yeah. right? Not, uh, again, we were talking about this before the show came on. You know, my grandfather, uh, when he was doing it, he was moving people once a lifetime, mm-hmm. right? That was, you know, early 80s, uh, 70s. I mean, they, they were doing moving forever, right? Yeah. Uh, four generations worth. So for him at that point, they're moving one family once, And that was it. And then we're moving their grandkids and all that stuff. But never was it moving people. You know, we're moving people every six months, some of them every year, some of them every two years, every five.
0: We're a different culture now. It is. Totally different culture.
1: And and so we know that there's more work from that same customer. Yeah. Um, So, again, if if you're hiring somebody, just make sure they're licensed. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're insured. If you're going long distance biggest thing is look up their reviews too yeah especially on the long distance because one of the companies that uh one of our clients used i looked them up just by name um on google and i'm like it's broker written all over it two wow. star review yep. uh negative if they could be negative zero stars it was if all of it was every. they my price tripled and as the consumer, you have no choice. What yeah. are you going to do? Say no, I'm not paying you. They're going to keep your stuff. Yep. And the worst part is, your stuff is going to go to storage, and then they're just going to continue to bill you at a storage rate yep. that's exponentially <clears throat> high.
2: Yeah.
1: And then you never get your stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: And you've already lost half of your money just just trying to get it halfway here. Yeah. And you went, you know, as a as a consumer, when is enough enough?
0: Yeah. And and think about that, folks, because. Aside from it being like really frustrating and aggravating, just dealing with the billing part of it, meanwhile you're in your new home and you don't have any furniture.
1: We had a client sleeping on an air mattress for two and a half weeks while they were wow. waiting for their stuff. And the reason I say they were a client is because after that they used us for a local move, and they're telling us about this horror story oh my that gosh. they had. Yeah, and they ended up moving uh, Johnston to Smithfield. Then recently, they're moving from Smithfield to uh, upstate New York. Okay. And we have, we're in the process of assisting them with that. But they said never will they ever use anybody else except for us. Mm-hmm. And even on this move, they said when we leave New York, we don't know where we're going, but we're going to call you.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so we've gone out of state to mm-hmm. bring people back, and we've gone um, from state other places to get people out there. Because, yep. again, the the scariest part is, you know, you don't know the people that you're dealing with. That's and right. with us, when you're going long distance, the guys that you get on day one mm-hmm. are the same guys that deliver you. You're yeah. not getting that. I don't want to say anywhere else because I'm confident there are other people that do it the same way or mm-hmm. similar ways. Yeah. So the likelihood of you getting that on a broker level, yep. never will that happen. Right. Um, if you're doing it even on a national side, you might get lucky if it's the same trailer driver on mm-hmm. the same trailer. Right. Uh, you might get lucky with that. Yep.
0: Um, yeah. So, I mean, one, the quick way around that is to use, you know, call George, GMAT's Moving and Storage, 401-383-6399. That's their number. You know, folks, you hear me talk about my, my partners, you know, with my real estate concierge services. I connect everyone to you know, people that work with them on their immediate needs, moving, closing attorneys, things like that, as well as long-term down the road. If you, you know, we help people get their utilities connected, get their electric turned on, if they're using gas or uh, telephone services, we have the capacity to do all of that. So, you know, I try to make it as easy as possible for my clients, whether they're buyers or sellers. And um, yeah, because it's buying and selling a home is stressful enough and we, you know, yours truly tries to make it as uh, to minimize the amount of stress that you experience. So it's just an addition, an additional value that I try to offer my clients, uh, as well as helping you find a home or helping you sell your home. So, folks, you've been listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI ninety nine point nine FM. We had our guest George Metz from G Moving and Storage uh, talking all about. Things you should do to prepare for a move. And then when you are calling around, questions that you should ask. And the number one question is, are you a broker? Because you could save yourself a lot of uh, aggravation by using someone who's a professional moving company, not a broker. Because the broker is never going to touch your furniture. No. Okay. So, all right. Um, thank you very much for listening. We Our computer is down tonight, so we're kind of uh, batting with the awesome JR, my producer. Johnny's doing a good job here, and I'm getting ready to take off. I want to just let everyone know Rick Mernier is coming up next with the Old Time Preaching Ministry. He's talking about some good old, uh, you know, Bible, language, God's Word. So stay tuned in to WNRI. Listen to what Rick has to say, and we will be back next week. And George, thanks again for coming in. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
2: WNRI one socket.